it's the birthday of Satan and all evil spirits floating around in our reality and it's the day of the dead in dusty cowboy town here in Miaudlan, Mexico and we're gonna go out on the street as uh, as white uh, privileged people and challenge the Me Mexicans that we learn to love by living here for five years and it's an amazing beautiful country and with a lot of beautiful people so some things we will say is halfway joking based on real things uh, that Mexico is a country of the dead is also reflected a lot in the narco culture uh, and the violence that has been important for people to relate to death in a different way and also uh, develop certain religions that uh, sometimes piss the Catholic Church off a lot because uh, Mexico is the country where they invent new saints on their own and uh, expect the Catholic Church to bless that coming with their baby Jesus in transsexual clothes or baby Jesus superhero and uh, expecting Pope to I bless baby Jesus for you and the Catholic Church seems to be kind of pissed about that and that happened also with Santa Morte the great saint of death of Mexico that has a very good uh, group of people that do celebrate death in a very nice way but has also been accepted by the narco-trafficking culture as the main saint of death and destruction. So, what do you think about this, Leona? Um, yeah, as non-Mexican, I was not born here. Um, and in uh, Sweden, where I was born, we don't really celebrate death in that kind of way. So for me, it's kind of interesting. And I learn a lot from uh, being here in Mexico. Yeah, so what we will see today is candles all over the graveyards full of flowers it will be dances on the graves there will be it will be mariachi mexican traditional bands with guitar and cool black cowboy hats and outfit playing on the graves to entertain us and the dead it will be mezcal one of the strong alcoholic beverages of oaxaca will be served by death grieving and uh, uh, mad people and uh, vampires on the cemetery today. We are full of excitement. This will be so great, Leona. Don't you know that like, Day of the Dead is my favorite celebration in the whole world? Yeah, and it's only happening here in Oaxaca. It's a really great place to celebrate it though. Yeah, it's one of the places in Mexico where the Day of the Dead uh, celebration has very deep cultural values, especially in Etla and uh, around Oaxaca City where uh, they have made Day on the Dead into uh, more the two months of the dead with a lot of uh, festivals, parties, food, alcohol and a very cool relationship to death where you should celebrate and make fun about death. Something that uh, resonates really good with my heart. <laughs> yeah, actually, to be honest, I only celebrated the Day of the Death here in Oaxaca, so I don't know how it is in the rest of Mexico. <laughs> Until we all die. Have a great pre-death birthday. Happy birthday or happy death day or happy lost birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's a great day.
looking out now and it's the day of the dead uh, we're not dead yet i don't know for how long we are moving out to dusty cowboy city we are now seeing the outside area it might be the last day we are alive on this planet what do you think the day of the dead will do to us uh, do you think the mexican people will accept us i put on a mask a devil mask i cannot be recognized as a pinche güero, and pinche güero means goddamn whitey well, I don't have masks, so I guess oh, you will get connected to me anyway. <laughs> don't talk so close. Okay, like this? Yeah. Okay, so I don't have a mask on me because I was lazy and I also haven't painted myself like extremely a lot. And uh, so let's just walk. And uh, so now we're walking down towards the center of the city where we are living. Um, our goal is to reach the cemetery before 12 o'clock, but I don't know if we will manage as technical I don't know if we will manage as time always Oh, uh, crashed with something. We're actually walking out to uh, do the Day of the Dead celebration in uh, this small cowboy-like city. We are doing, uh, we live now with a view all over the city. We're going out the gate. And what is Day of the Dead, Leona? Whoa. I'm not really Mexican, so... Uh, I'm not totally sure, but it has something to do with celebrating the death. And also, um, people at their homes have like nice altars with a lot of orange flowers, candy for the dead children, souls to come and eat in the night. Uh, <coughs> it's kind of poetic and very beautiful. Poetic and beautiful. Wow, yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, I thought it was, yeah, it was uh, today, I think it's, they have like three days or something. It's one day where they celebrate the dead children, the people who died when they were too young, the dead children. I think that's today. And then it's one day of the dead, uh, the people that died from old age celebrating. And then it's a day for, for the people who made suicide or died in ac accidents. That is not today. We will find out which day that is and see if there is actually a celebration on this day as well. Yeah, because that's where the category of most of my dead friends are. And also it's a little bit of taboo still to make suicides. Yeah, it's a little bit taboo death in itself. No, that's uh, one of the only countries that do celebrate death like this is Mexico. And they have an amazing celebration where they dance on graves. Uh, you can make love on graveyards uh, while it's millions of candles glowing in the dark. It's an extreme magical experience. Many Christian people are afraid of it, especially groups like Jehovah's Witnesses. I know some friends or people I know here in the mountain hating, hating Day of the Dead so much because of the devil worshiping undertones. Since we are true devil worshippers, we are not very afraid of uh, the dead, or at least not the day of the dead. So we go now with all our power and yeah, all our magical power to go down to the graveyard to celebrate the day of the dead. And for you that don't know, um, it's not a celebration only for the night. Uh, now we are actually going in the middle of the 12 o'clock where it's supposed to start the celebration on the graveyard. For you that thought this was just a night event well it's a night event we are going now for 12 o'clock that's when they will blow up all the firecrackers that scares the shit out of me because i 
got kind of bullied when I was a kid from older, bigger people throwing firecrackers at me. Uh, firecrackers actually was something really, really cool in Norway where I grew up because nothing was legal in Norway, nothing cool or funny. Skateboarding was forbidden in Norway and also firecrackers. Uh, we uh, are now gonna experience the Mexican style where they sell kind of dynamite to kids in this day of the dead. Actually we will soon pass by a shop where they sell it like candy outside where everybody can buy it, children, grown-ups, and it's homemade. This firecrackers is homemade. It's homemade firecrackers. Uh, pretty safe, I think, but they do blow up cars if you tie, tie maybe three of them together. Uh, they actually have real black powder inside and uh, would be uh, kind of considered terrorism in Norway. I remember when I grew up, I had friends that actually blew up mailboxes, putting firecrackers, a lot of firecrackers inside mailboxes, and they actually blew it up. Yeah, and with these firecrackers, you can blow up the mail office. So it's a little bit stronger. Yeah, I'm a little bit, uh, I have a like, uh, not so good relationship with firecracker. I think it's too noisy. My ear hurts. Yeah, it's really uh, kind of difficult to to feel that this sound of the firecrackers is a beautiful sound. It's not like I listen to music with only this sound constantly. And that's the type of music we will hear now in about five to ten minutes, I guess. The ah, there we hear, there I see the firecrackers. <laughs> buenas, buenas dias. Uh, we are not buying firecrackers, I think, or are we buying firecrackers? No, I don't want to buy a firecracker. You're sure but I don't want to buy one? They look, they look very fun. There's one more shop here ahead of you. Yeah, but they were smiling to me. Maybe I should go and buy firecrackers of them so, since it's the other dead and everything. The firecrackers here looks like candy. Si. It's all kind of colors. ¿Qué es tu más fuerte bomba? ¿Estás? ¿Cuánto costa? ¿Un peso? ¿Un uh, you want one? And oh. I want one? You have those, those pesos? They look like coins. dynamite. So you create a new radio. And these are the same. This is with manos. Okay, one of these. And one of this one looks very homemade. It's like a lot of to um, newspaper wrapped together and inside there is uh, black, black powder. powder. And uh, this uh, firecrackers has been responsible for blowing up, muchas gracias, blowing up a lot of uh, factories around Mexico. It happens with the kind of, uh, kind of, uh, not too rarely that some uh, firecracker fabric just blows up in an amazing, firework experience but some people lose their life in it and that's part of the fun no less less one mexican friend tell me uh, constantly uh, no fun no party without dangers yeah i wonder how many fingers that blows up each year here in mexico yeah it's like uh, it's amazing actually here in mexico it's kind of uh, a different uh, approach to life and death, that's what we're going to look at now, uh, compared to Norway, for example, where the government tried to make everyone safe, and especially children, especially everyone. You can on your right side, you can see how they put the flowers, orange flowers, petals on the outside the door, because it's supposed to lead 
tr attract the souls to go inside the house to where the altar is. Yeah, exactly. They make a kind of a road for the spirits to enter the house. Uh, this flower is very special because it sense the smell of this flower is uh, supposedly attracting the dead souls. Oh, people actually want their dead souls to come and visit them one time a year. Yeah, I will uh, use these flowers uh, constantly now. I like dead souls. Well, well, yeah, what I was not finished saying was the thing about Norway, where you are not really allowed to do nothing and people will be really sad if something happened to you. Here in Mexico, if you blow your kids up on the day of the dead or any other day, people will be like, what an idiot. What a, <laughs> oh, he blew up his kid. Oh, what? Whatever. It's like it was stupid. People kind of are expected to take their own responsibility. You build your own house, it falls apart, you're the idiot. Not the people that you have to pay millions and millions of uh, paperwork, permissions to be able to build your toilet. Um, I'm now taking on my face mask, so I don't know if you will hear me as good as before. Yeah, I hear you as good. It's, it will be, it's the same as we put uh, once more. Uh, head pro uh, yeah, okay. Uh, my, my microphone is not totally stable. Uh, yes, I lost uh, uh, my pointer. No, my head and yeah, mouth protection. Do you work on a microphone also when you have it just directly outside? your mouth so you can pr think now it's not actually corona we're being doing professional radio <laughs> okay it's still kind of far to the cemetery should we make a break uh of the, the oh yeah i'm just uh, trying to wait because it started to explode now so uh, yeah, it will explode until 12 o'clock and maybe 20 minutes after 12 o'clock also. And the reason why they explode is because I think usually they were shooting after the spirit with guns uh, to try to kill the bad spirits and then use the yellow flower to attract the good spirits into your house. And this pang pang you hear is uh, in one time of the Mexican culture, some stupid politician decided that Mexicans couldn't shoot in the air with guns anymore. And uh, the whole shooting the spirits on Day of the Dead kind of got destroyed. And so they exchanged it with firecrackers. So that's when you hear the pang, 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 that's old style shooting in the air with a gun, but now replaced with firecrackers. I'm walking. <sighs> okay. Uh, the reason is, okay, we are out of the street. I'm sorry. We're like, oh shit, is that earthquake no i think it's just the bridge that is okay that the is bridge we went on was kind of almost falling apart because it came a really heavy truck things can happen very fast and unexpected here in mexico and uh, yeah that's why they shoot in the air or you blow up the firecrackers is to scare away the evil spirit that will probably make the bridge fall apart so the reason uh, that's that the evil tracks now you, the, 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 re the reason now they saved our life by blowing these firecrackers. If it would have been evil spirit around, it might be that the, they managed to make the bridge fall apart and we and everyone on the bridge will die. Um, I wonder if this evil coronavirus will get scared away from, uh, from this town with all these firecrackers. Yeah, is the coronavirus... Uh, evil because it's a part of nature some people claim that the virus is not alive so it maybe fits very on the day of the dead i heard that viruses is kind of like a stone or a kind of uh, 
kind of dead object that only contains information and it needs a living being to inject that information into that living being and then create uh, replicas uh, that has the DNA pattern of, it, of itself in the DNA of the host. Well, so, when I read up about viruses, for me it feels more like it's like an alien like goes into your body and take over your whole body and for me it's definitely alive. It feels a little bit like a zombie maybe, like a living dead. And that's why if it's not dead but it needs to feed on the living to stay alive, it's a little bit like a zombie, no? So a virus for me is more like, maybe the, is, this is the zombie invasion we were all waiting for, but it's so small that we totally overlook it as a real zombie invasion. Well, it's a little bit boring for being a zombie invasion then. It's oh, yeah. no fighting, like you don't have to cut off any heads. We're still walking. Oh, we are walking in... We are walking in direction cemetery. Uh, Luckily for us, this town is very small, so we will manage to get there in not too long. We will also go to the cemetery in the night, so we will... For you people that listen to this old show, in the later we will actually be there in the time of the ghosts, golds and witches. Well, this is not like Halloween, so it's not really ghosts and witches, it's more pure dead humans. The best humans in the world get celebrated today, the dead ones. And uh, you usually make a big altar with a lot of flowers, uh, pictures of your dead friends, your dead family, and uh, you give them sacrifices. If your grandmother liked a certain type of cake, you put that cake. If your best friend liked certain type of drugs, like heroin, you put some heroin there. If your friend liked to drink mezcal, you always put mezcal. Yeah, we're going to try some mezcal in the evening, I guess. Mezcal is the Oaxaca uh, tequila kind of. It's made of agarve, same as tequila, but many different types. In my view, much, much better than tequila and a very traditional, extremely strong alcoholic drink used to uh, both connect to the dead and forget about death. Yeah, it's the only alcohol that really made me black out a couple of times. Oh shit, I've been sitting too much making this show in front of the computer. Now we're walking up a big hill. That's why we're kind of like a little bit tired. We're looking around. Not too much activity. I ah! Okay. Uh, and this happened because of too much bullying of me when I was a child. And it went psychological. Uh, big kids blew up firecrackers and balloons in my ears. And now if I hear a firecracker, I get the sensation of total fear and uh, confusion and panic in one moment. We're walking through the dusty cowboy city here in Oaxaca and uh, we are going towards meeting the dead. Twelve o'clock. Fuck you, all evil dead spirits. And all nice spirits, come to me. Shit!
shit, I'm like, oh no, my good, bad spirits are going. Leola, help me get my bad spirits back. Hold them there, I don't want them. I don't want my evil spirits to go. Shit, I lost one. Okay, we'll go to the cemetery and look for more bad spirits. Uh, I lost one really important bad spirit right now. And Tommy uh, is uh, afraid that he will lose more spirits. We don't know if this is good or bad to lose spirits. There hasn't made, been made much research about this yet. I have to do more research. What does happen when you lose spirits? It could be bad or good. It's like maybe it uh, somehow affects your personality. And if your personality with bad spirits are kind of uh, kind of like that's what you made your success on, it might be that you have a problem. Most likely, because if your spirit is uh, part of your personality and if this uh, Mexican celebration is actually trying to scare them away, that they're sitting on top of you and now they are like flying away, parts of your personality will also get lost. Shit, okay, let's hurry to the graveyard before the spirits. There's probably some bad spirits still left there, so if we stand outside, we can catch them when they get scared out. So we run out to the graveyard to catch those bad spirits before it's too late. Okay, bye. After getting sprayed by police, we are now inside the cemetery. We got sprayed by Corona destroying so we wouldn't die or it's actually very few people here now because uh, the cemetery actually will go back in the night when all the dead people are walking the cemetery right now it's uh, more uh, just uh, for you to go and say hi to your dead friends and family it's uh, very beautiful here full of orange flowers and pink big flowers also where do you want to go? So, yeah, okay. We are uh, walking on the cemetery here in the outland. We are walk we are walking here in the cemetery looking at all the graves of all the dead people. This was actually the cemetery where some uh, months ago three military four military guys were found dead here uh, made as a small statue something that is uh, getting more and more popular now in mexico and conceptual artists uh, from mexico city or other places in mexico has been discussing if uh, art and then conceptual art has been uh, kind of uh, made soft by uh, the narco-trafficking people that makes installation art using dead bodies so they not only kill people they make them in funny positions uh, sometimes uh, ironic made sometimes beautiful uh, made made with flowers or symbols in a kind of uh, statue like expression so uh, narco trafficking and artistic expressions are meeting now the day of the dead uh, is a kind of a day we should also be thankful for the artistic creations of death Okay, then we changed the microphone because it was uh, getting to... We actually have a lot of equipment with us here on the cemetery to do a little Day of the Dead special for you people that uh, are so unlucky to live in a country where death is considered taboo, just like sex. I mean, we are basically walking on graves here because it's so crowded. All the graves are so tight on each other. We were just walking right over a lot of graves. 
And what we see is... No roads at all, there's just graves. Yeah, no roads, full of flowers everywhere, yellow flowers, as is the traditional day of the dead flowers, also some pink, big, really beautiful flowers, everywhere flowers. What's so beautiful with day of the dead, and uh, we will see that in the night when we come back, is that people celebrate their death on the graves. They play music, they drink mezcal, they drink alcohol, they smoke weed, they dance on the graves, they lay on the graves kissing, there, while some people are standing around crying, some people are laughing, some people are holding around each other, other people are playing games, running around screaming, playing music for children, playing music for families. It's just a big celebration of the dead and nothing is taboo. It's very, very beautiful. It's extremely beautiful and death is uh, kind of the the final part of our life and uh, birth is kind of the first part of our life and before that sex comes. And sex and death is somehow uh, in our society being stigmatized as something taboo and something we should hide away. So does it maybe represent some very existential important information for humanity? Something we are afraid of really learning about and therefore stays in this very unconscious destructive level that has been known as the human condition. Leona is now photographing me with the grave so uh, we will have on our uh, little bipolar podcast uh, website so please check that out. Please write us some comments and uh, please uh, uh, subscribe and uh, follow our show. We are walking on the graves right now I'll do a little small dance on this grave, uh, I'm doing a stepping dance now. On this, that's what you say. Um, other, in other cultures, that would consider to be considered very offensive to dance on someone's grave. Here in Mexico, it's considered, especially on Day of the Dead, as part of a cultural celebration. So I'm now dancing on the grave. It's no music. So I will come back here in the night to really dance on the graves with music and mezcal. So that will come later. Right now we will uh, give some flowers. We have bought some Day of the Dead flowers. Uh, the reason is that most, most graves here are covered in flowers. And there's a lot of graves here that don't have any flowers. So we want to give our tribute to the lonely or maybe even antisocial people that lies in these graves and uh, reward them with a flower from us. So we will go around and give flowers to all these lonely graves. Well, it could be that it's some kind of asshole lying there and he don't really deserve friends or family or nothing, but he's dead. It's the best people in the world. He's finished or she's finished. No more bullshit. So let's give them a flower just for their quiet state right now as being a dead human. Like look at this cross. It looks like it's some co people doesn't afford having nice uh, like houses they build here. Some people just have like two pieces of wood put together by themselves. Maybe you can photograph that, Leona, because that's an interesting cross there. Here is a cross uh, that has flowers actually, but it's taped. It's tied together with a string. It's been uh, like uh, broken on the middle. It's a wood cross. Very, very simple wood cross, and not only that, 
it's been uh, put in a plastic bucket with cement and then dig down in the ground and then the cross has broken and they tied it together with a string something that is very cute and he will not get or she will not get uh, this person that is an unknown grave it's no name but this person have got flowers so yeah, it must be some family related so uh, there are also some big graves here big uh, houses that with don't have flowers so it can be like a rich asshole and that that uh, with a broken cross is actually a really poor woman or man, but still loved. So what's important, most important, material value or be loved? At least when you're dead, it seems like people care more about people maybe that didn't have so much if they were friendly people. Uh, that's what I can get out of it. I don't know. Could be that she's also bad, but uh, here on this big grave, no flowers. I will put the flower now. Okay, so. Yeah, now I put the flower, there it goes, on the grave. Uh, let's find more graves. Well, here's a, no, that one has flowers. It's from last year though. This one is from last year. You see, like somebody haven't been on the grave since the day of the dead last year where they actually got some flowers. This year not. Let's see here, another grave for... It has flowers though. Oh, it has flowers. Okay, so... Ha. You got something already, you don't need anything. This one. This one is like a big marmor grave. Looks like from someone with a lot of money. Actually, no flowers. I will be unjudgeful and put a flower. There it goes on the grave. Here, another one. Wow, big grave, no flowers. There you go. Got the flower there. Here, another one. Beautiful grave with two big angels, no flowers. I will give you a flower. Look at that one. It's full of flowers. That's okay, here's one that you see in a different... It's totally decorated with flowers and special effects everywhere. And next to it, it stands a totally empty grey with no flowers. Something that represents a little bit about what you did in your life. I guess, uh, or there are assholes that are remembered, like uh, Napoleon, for example, or people even know what he died from. If you are a big enough asshole, you get remembered anyway, and people make statues of you. If it's inside, you have to be some kind of medium-sized asshole, and you get forgotten about, or if you are a very kind person, you probably get forgotten about also if you didn't fuck and get a lot of children and have a big family. Here, no flowers. I give you one flower. We're giving flowers to all the poor, uh, poor people or, or assholes that died and don't have anyone that cares about them anymore. Here's another flower. It's like a family grave and nobody cares about them. They have two really similar graves next to each other. But probably a couple died there and uh, none of them have a flower. It seems like very old races. I think this is like grandmother generation. I wonder where they buried the new people that die. Where is all the corona victims? Let's find the corona victims. Let's see if they got any flowers. So we're walking now trying to find a new part of the graveyard to see if uh, new people are loved more uh, or like, like love and memory of a person disappears with time, I guess. So the closer we move into the new cemetery, the more we will see how much people cared about their dead ones or if someone actually was a real asshole.
uh, and have no one that want to put any flowers on their grave. This is a, is this graves? That's interesting. It's here some metal crosses sticking up from the ground, looking like they could be something to get water from. I don't know, <laughs> but it's crosses. I think it's graves. It's really hard to know. Disculpa, ¿en qué parte es la más nu eh, parte más nu nuevo? Nu nuevo, uh, es estas muy antiguas, ¿no? Ah, nuevos van a ser para los que tengan tierra. Sí, no pero en, en todas partes. Todas okay, partes. que es nueva parte solo con nuevos. Okay, okay, gracias. No, it's no place where it's just new. They just dig up people that didn't get loved enough, and then they place a new one there. So the most antique, they will probably count it after Day of the Dead. I guess they go after Day of the Dead and see how many flowers uh, each grave have. Like this one uh, has a cross broken lying on the floor on top of a big pile of rocks. But it's still a grave. Well, have no flowers, I give you a flower. So maybe you will not get digged up and be replaced with someone else this year. That's what we're doing now. We're actually making very people be allowed yeah what is this is that a grave or yeah, is it part of the grave that has been buried in the earth slide i will put the flower in there wow yeah it's a flower pot it's amazing some things here are really difficult to know if it's a grave or what it is there's a house okay so you can actually find the narcos where you see that's become like a big thing in the narco uh, culture here in Mexico is to have the biggest grave of everyone. So you can find big houses, big mansions inside the cemeteries with statues made of gold and gangsters with guns. Well, that's mostly in the north of Mexico, though, not in this small cowboy town, I think. Yeah, it's here also. You will find narcos in most cemeteries, but you have special cemeteries for the biggest ones where uh, there will be extremely huge mansions with toilets and uh, places to hang out and have a party inside. The here we now look at a small house. In there is photos, flowers. So what's that? It looks like a like an oven for burning dead people. But is it a is it a grave or is it a is it a oven? Let's see. Okay, we're moving closer. This is a grave. It's a grave, it's a huge grave that looks like a pizza oven. I guess it's the grave of a pizza baker. We give him a flower because there's no flower on his grave. It's a beautiful cemetery. It's a mix of like a ruin and a cemetery. It has mix, it has graves that look extremely artistic. They have roof on the cemetery. Flowers, no, balloons. It's a roof on this grave with flowers, balloons, decoration. That looks like a grave of a child and also didn't get any flower. Very small grave, beautiful grave. <sighs> yeah. So that's what death, death is so romantic and beautiful and has so much poetry, especially when you walk on a Mexican cemetery. It's uh, something you should experience. If you never were in Mexico, uh, it's definitely a day to come here. It's the Day of the Dead and uh, see the cemeteries in all its beauty. And in the night, it will be a great party Somebody here. Made a 
pieces of sand. And they put some kind of a chain around his heart with toothpicks. It's spikes. Yeah, it spikes around his heart, no? It's thorns. It's thorns from the thing he had on his head and then they put it around his heart. Ah, so nice. And glitter. You have to walk over the graves. You have to walk on the graves. It's made for that you have to walk on them because it's only graves. It's no roads. So you cannot get to graves without walking on them. So for you people who think it's stepping on a grave is a sin, well, not here in Mexico. So where it's overpopulated and crowded everywhere, even on the graveyard. Yes, it's uh, kind of overpopulated here. Let's see, I see something there I wanted to look at. Yeah, the big grave with the chickens on top. Chicken temple. Wow, that's uh, something different. Like I never seen chickens on graves. No, it's two huge painted chickens sitting on top of the grave. I guess he liked chickens, no? He like, must have liked chickens, the person that's buried there. It's a girl. There's a woman photo inside. Wow. This is a very beautiful cemetery. It's pure art. I wish you all could see what I see right now. It looks amazingly beautiful. And it also looks like a shootout place in a kitschy Tarantino movie. Uh, definitely this would be a place where it would be good to have a shootdown. It's definitely romantic. Yeah, I guess it could be a shootout here in the night. We are going back here with Mezcal and joining the party. Yeah, so I think we come back in. I have very few flowers left. I've been giving flowers to many. There is also standing on cross, just leaned against the wall that has been fallen down somewhere. It's turned around so you don't see who it belongs to. It looks like a cross made from old uh, legs of a table or a chair. Now I'm going to turn it around and see. Yes, it actually belongs to a woman. And it's new. It's from 2015. It's 2015. A woman called Eva died 2015, born 1966. But she's she, missing a grave. She's missing a grave. Yeah, she's missing a grave. It's just like standing here. It could have been come from anywhere, I guess. Somebody just put it there. It's many like that here. It's many crosses. Just there's one just standing and leaned against another a grave, also turned around so you can't see who the name is anymore. I will put on uh, there, I put the flower for that person. I will put the flower for Eva because somebody just put the cross, just leaned against another grave there. She's not remembered. <sighs> yeah, that's life. Sometimes it's better to be dead, I guess. The dead people don't complain so much about details. Inside another grave, somebody put a cross, uh, just like merging it with another grave. I give one flower. Here's an open grave. Oh, somebody took the corpse or what? Because there's a person there, this name, Victoria. It could also be the other one, but it's probably this one because it's 2017. But the, the coffin is missing. <laughs> the coffin is missing, the body is missing. It's an open grave. It's beautiful here, full of flowery bushes, full of flowers, full of ruins of graves, full of ruins of gra graves. Here's a mix of like graves and trash yard one place here. It's a mix of trash and super old graves. I uh, will give some flowers there. It actually looks like it's been war here and somebody blew up 
this cemetery. It looks like a war zone. Amazing. Okay, so um, yeah, we will be back here in the night. That's when the dead people will be here and dance with us on the graves. So until then, have a great death day. Have a great death day. Okay, we are here on the cemetery. Again, it's night. We sneaked out. Um, but uh, it feels like we're in some kind of horror movie right now. It's no one here, actually. It's almost no candles. It's very few candles. I talked to a police guy with a big uh, machine gun and he told me it was because of Covid. I don't know, last year uh, we've been in Oaxaca city and there it's usually a big party people dancing, bands, a lot of different bands playing all over the cemetery. Here is silence. Well, we will try again tomorrow. I have a bottle of mezcal, really strong alcohol in my pocket and it's a little bit sad that we couldn't do anything. We're just wandering around on the cemetery. But the sweet police guy with the big automatic machine gun that was meeting us in the door of the cemetery said that it usually is something here last year and he think it's because of Covid and people are afraid, but uh, tomorrow maybe. And he in any way invited us in, in a very friendly way, and asked us to walk around. It's very dark, it's very beautiful still. It's a little bit like Dracula style. With the light of the full moon, we are lucky because otherwise we would not be able to see where we were stepping. But thanks to the moon, we are actually able to see all the graves. And it's kind of beautiful. It would be the perfect place to take magic mushrooms and do a dark satanistic ritual right now. On the way back, we can maybe uh, walk in the street and because that's the thing with Day of the Dead also. Because I learned that when I was in Etla, that is the city of the dead. That is also here in Oaxaca. It's called the city of the dead and has very special Day of the Dead celebrations. The reason why it's called the City of the Dead, it's not really about celebrating death. It's because they used the type of paint in the old times when they made the city that had a lot of arsenic or something in it. So something like a kind of uh, natural mineral or something they took that had a lot of poison in it. And they di everyone died. They're really young and they didn't find out before much later that there was, was a paint on the houses. Was that really an Etla? I thought it was Mittler. Oh yeah, yeah, I did as Etla. I mean Mitla, Mitla. Yeah, so in Mitla, there is the city of the dead. And uh, there I learned about the firecrackers uh, that I bought to scare kids that throw it at me. And they also made the kind of, uh, they made the car alarms go off. And made, they didn't make, they made, so that, that's pretty cool. And uh, anyway, uh, the, what I wanted to say is, uh, on the way back we we can uh, do what i learned there and that's this day you can actually enter the house you can ask anyone and if they follow the day of the dead tradition they have to uh, say yes to inviting you into the house and you will get alcohol and food so maybe we will be lucky and use that tradition to uh, yeah to suck on some people's food and alcohol on the way back because I'm pretty hungry and sad about nothing Well, happening. I'm vegetarian, so oh, so it could be a little bit difficult because usually what they offer is chicken and 
Okay, so let's walk. We will walk. We're walking on the you graves. Have, you have to walk a little bit slower because of the thing that I'm hanging off to you here. Oh, yeah, I forget you're attached to the microphone. <laughs> okay, so we're walking here in the full moon on the grave in dusty cowboy city, celebrating Day of the Dead pretty much alone. Yeah, I just want to see because here are some people. Yeah, but I think it's a private family it's gathering. It's a private family gathering with people standing in front of a lot of candles and... Uh, Firecrackers. Yeah. It smells like... That's it. That's it. That was the only happening here on this grave. That was uh, the grave. only happening here on this grave we are right now. Yeah, because usually it's not so private. Usually, and not so intimate. Usually it's more like everybody parting together and you go from grave to grave. Yeah, and, and you can also walk, they also do this ritual where they walk from house to house dressed in uh, very uh, abstract costumes and they take people uh, in the different houses they go, you get alcohol and food and then they take different people. I got taken one time and laid down and I have to pretend I'm dead. And then you have different stereotypes like the Christian, the devil, uh, some kind of countryside guy different things uh, that is making fun about your death they're making jokes about death basically and about you being dead kind of abstract uh, dark uh, jokes about death and that's uh, pretty cool and yeah. if you get the chance to get to mexico you should uh, before you die you should experience day of the dead alive Yes, uh, the sad thing is that we started this uh, podcast because we were kind of stuck inside in the corona time and now it seems like when we got outside everybody else is still stuck inside so this is not very funny. It's a tragedy for Oaxaca actually because Day of the Dead is so much money for the poor uh, local people around. Uh, this area we are now, we are... Uh, I think we're the only foreigners that lives here, actually. I haven't seen any foreigners forever. We live in a very, very traditional, uh, out of the touristic path city. So we are walking back. We didn't find any friendly people that invited us in, so we ended up one of the only open places in a long dark street that is only serving pizza no mexican food nothing it's no friendly people here to help us to have a nice little house to come into and uh, eat and drink with them uh, i'm getting sadder and sadder now i just have to I'm starting to get pretty annoyed by the corona never before I was okay getting isolated and have other things to think about I'm sitting now on the street uh, drinking alcohol waiting for a pizza and I need to speak in Norwegian now because it's the first time I'm really angry at the corona fan ta jävla corona dritt kan dra till helvete jävla knullevirus fan ass jävla Fitte virus, 
Okay, that was it. okay, and then I did some kind of sexist thing in Norwegian. I have to, yeah, blah, pick virus. Okay, and then I just made it uh, sexualized thing, sexualized uh, kind of into a balanced point between the genders. Okay, so, fant, I have a drit virus, a bit drit, dritner. Okay, so uh, apart from that, the virus has been good for us. We've been isolated in a good way, but now Day of the Dead is cancelled. Okay, I have uh, something to. I, me, and this virus now are not. Uh, we are enemies. Okay, I will find this virus and I will finish it. This is uh, Tommy from Bipolar Circle, and I am now on the mission to finish this fucking day of the dead destructive virus. Disappointing. Disappointing. Disappointed. Day of the Dead destroyed by what fucking coronavirus? Come on. What is most important, the Day of the Dead or people dying? It's like no celebrations like this in the world. There's enough people, no? Come on. What is like This is offensive, destructive and pure demonic. The, the people that... This coronavirus has stopped the Day of the Dead. People didn't dare to go and say hello to their dead ones. What the fuck? No, the coronavirus has destroyed culture in many places on this planet right now. Now it is just discovered that the greatest cultural event of the world, the celebration of the dead, has been stopped because people are afraid of dying. They're afraid of dying. And that stopped the day of the dead. Insane, satanistic madness is this. Is this made by... I think this has this is a conspiracy of people being against sex and death because sex and death is very connected to each other. You you fuck basically because you're gonna die or it's a reproductional way to to continue life for nature. But then humans have somehow learned to use it also as a communication form and for pleasure, something that is amazing. Still, without death, we wouldn't have sex. So celebration of death is actually celebration of fucking. And since we are fucked for forest. We need to celebrate our fucking and we need to celebrate our death. And this will be the death of us to not. We went to Mexico to have that as some type of safety point where we could know once a year we can go out and celebrate why we're fucking. And that's death. And now it's not possible because people are afraid of dying, but then also afraid of fucking. We know that already. And Mexico didn't have that afraid of death in that way. They're pretty afraid. No, well, they're not afraid of fucking. They're pretty kinky people, but they're afraid of people knowing that they're fucking. Like, same or the same many other places in the world. So, we got fucked over and nothing funny happened. Uh, we're so sorry we wanted to present the most funny death show ever, but that died. And we had to go on internet and search for people that had a little bit of understanding of the other dead except from us and we found a Mexican friend and she's here 
with us. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming. I don't know what to say. It's like we try to show all our followers uh, the, what the Day of the Dead was all about, and we couldn't. So now we brought you here to. What is the essence of Day of the Dead for Mexicans? The essence of Day of the Dead is celebrate. It's making a party for all the deceased in your family and in your ancestral line. You give them food that they, you know, they enjoyed when they were alive. You put them alcohol beverage like mezcal or whatever the dead prefer in life. So they come and they enjoy. They come back and feed and have a feast and enjoy seeing their live, <laughs> live family that are still alive and just have celebration of existence. So what do you do? When, if you had, for example, a child raping violent uh, <laughs> uh, person in your family and uh, everyone's happy for that person dying, will you then invite? Is it okay when <laughs> the person is dead, uh, you still well, invite them back? Or is it people no, that it's like, you are not allowed because you were an asshole? Yeah, you choose who you put in your uh, ofrenda. You, you choose that you can actually put people that is not of your family, just people that have died that you want to make a... Uh, um uh celebration so they come i mean all that all all spirits come in these days and you put food for them you put things that they enjoy and you put the pictures of the people you want to attract into your ofrenda and the tradition says that the spirits come and when when their pictures are on the ofrenda they they go and travel around the houses having fun and enjoying the feast between all the spirits so, so you choose who so you it put. will be like uh, if you want the cool part, that you can kind of invite people that are dead that was not part of your family. So yeah. you can kind of invite yeah, Amy Winehouse yes. and Albert Hoffman <laughs> and Adolf Hitler together <laughs> and yeah. uh, maybe have a more interesting Day of the Dead celebration and inviting Definitely. all your dead, boring family. So that it <laughs> gives a lot more possibilities. No, that's like yeah. create a death party with all your your favorite dead heroes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can do that. You can. I don't know if those spirits will come. I don't know if they know to come on this day, <laughs> but if they do and they decide to visit your, your friend, if you put their pictures, then maybe they will visit you this day, you know? So the spirit need to know about uh, Day of the Dead to be able to come. So if you come, if you die, <laughs> another, if you die and never were in Mexico, you can't understand. You're a spirit that don't understand Day of the Dead. So you will say, hey, what the fuck is this smell of these flowers? It seems that it's like <laughs> stuff going into the house. Shit, this freaks me out. I get the fuck out of here. So they will like leave and actually take it as a, like an insult <laughs> because they don't understand the concept of the other dead or? Uh, well, I don't know because I'm not a spirit yet. So <laughs> I don't know if they really, really have to know how it works. What I know is that you put the flowers and the candles and that leads the spirits to get there, right? And maybe there's a way of them finding out that the ofrenda is there and they do come or maybe they do not find out. I, I do not know. What How do does that work? What do you think about, uh, for example, I did this for a dead friend of mine and for, because a Mexican friend last year mm -hmm. told me that, yeah, you give things that they liked. Like, okay, if they like chocolate, you give uh -huh. chocolate to, to attract them. And my friend liked Rivotril. That is yeah. a, that is a <laughs> chemical, really bad drug that kind of destroys your life. And he liked that a lot. So I asked if I should put Rivotril. <laughs> and my fr other friend was like, yeah, but that was what he died from in the end. So I was like, 
Did yeah, you... should they give you something that I know he liked? For example, a friend that is addicted to heroin and he uh-huh. dies from overdose. Yeah. Should I then give him heroin and maybe some movies about suicide or <laughs> how does this work when it? Uh, well, I, uh, you think your friend that die, if he dies, if he she dies for Rivertrill, you think she, it would enjoy having more Rivertrill? Because I have a teacher that posted on Facebook a couple of days ago that he would visit our ofrendas when he's dead if we put LSD on our ofrendas because he, he enjoys it. He's, it's his favorite drug. So he, I don't know if in the other life you can have drugs. So in case you can't, at least it would be nice once a year have access to my favorite drug again, right? So so yes, put Ribot in if you like. It doesn't <laughs> yes. matter if he killed him because he's dead already. Uh, yeah. That's the conclusion. It's like, yeah, he's dead already. Can't hurt him anymore. Actually. So I better just give it. Mm-hmm. That's the best take time to do drugs, actually, to do the hard drugs like heroin is when you're dead. So dead yeah. we should actually give that to all dead spirits. Just put out all the shit that they did, didn't want to take in their life because they were afraid of dying. So you're just like, oh, yeah, but now you're dead anyway. Here's some heroin, man. Enjoy, <laughs> Enjoy it. it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and yeah, no physical cool. body either, so you won't feel bad afterwards. And, and and people are not afraid, for example, if you if you put heroin to if some friend of you liked heroin and you put heroin and you like chocolate also and you put heroin and chocolate mm-hmm. on the ofrenda, that is the offer place. And and it's like some evil demon that also likes heroin and chocolate will steal the place and take the place like oh for like here's the entrance port. I like. I know I'm faster, and it goes in front of the good spirit, and then you have an evil spirit in your house. Oh, well, I guess it's a, a possibility. But for what I understand, it's pla- the the candles and the the way and the paper, the cut paper and the and the flowers are a protection. It's spiritually. That's why you put the pictures of the spirits you want to come. That's why it's important you to have pictures of them. Otherwise, they cannot enter the offering that you know. Yeah, because I, I was a little bit afraid when we walked because I know that the shooting of the bombs, is, the bomb, 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 <laughs> is to scare away evil spirits. Well, I'm pretty satisfied with s- not all, not all the evil spirits I have, but some. I'm very friend with a couple of evil spirits I have inside. And I felt I almost lost one when I was going. I was thinking I lost one, but then we went to the cemetery and there somehow, as a good evil spirit, it knew where to find me. So it waited by me on the cemetery. So as soon as I went into the cemetery, it popped in again. Something I didn't, I forgot to talk about when I was on the cemetery, but it felt amazing, like orgasm to get that back again, the evil spirit. And I appreciate my evil spirit. So. I am not afraid when you bomb and put on scare spirit. I am not afraid of may- even maybe scaring away good spirits because it's pretty loud. Firecrackers. Firecrackers. Ah, you, what? Yeah, <laughs> firecrackers. It's bombs. Okay, I'm Norwegian. In your culture, it's firecrackers. Yeah. In my culture, it's terrorist weapons, bombs. Mm. That's the difference between the culture here. In yeah. my culture, you're allowed to have very small firecrackers. I don't. I think maybe it's forbidden still. It was legal in, in Sweden. And I went there and I was like, what? I can get the biggest firecracker ever. And that was, compared to your shit, was still just like like a plastic toy compared to a real automatic machine mm-hmm. gun. Kind of that kind of comparison in, in power. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, these bombs that you blow off to scare the spirits. 
I don't they scare away good spirits also? Because it scares the shit out of me, but I know I have demons. I know I have evil spirits inside, so it might be just... I have a really hard time analyzing which of the demons that got affect affected. If it was the re evil ones or the good ones that got scared. Okay. So do you know really... Who know, you know um, really that this bang bang only scared the bad ones? Well, actually, I uh, I think that changes in different parts of Mexico because I, I've never, never lit firecrackers to scare off demons. What we do in our ofrenda in my house, we put in incienso. Innocence. Incense and copal. And the smell and the smoke, it just keeps the energy positive. And I don't like firecrackers because I know they're really, they pollute a lot, right? So yeah, and they don't create a very balanced, positive energy like mm -hmm. copal would do. Copal is a, is a raisin from a tree used in uh, spiritual rituals by a lot of native people. And it's part of the culture in Mexico to use to clean energies. And it also smells amazing. Mm -hmm. So it makes a kind of like soft, uh, calm energy in the house like good innocence would do. And uh, it also is supposed to take away that I think maybe takes away evil spirits better because I feel like comfortable with it. While the bombs, I feel might scare away all the spirits, the good ones also. Yeah, well, maybe it would attract the bad ones. It's it's something really aggressive. Yeah, so I think maybe next year we should do some information about it. Maybe people don't like, hey, you might scare away good spirits with the bombs. <laughs> Have you considered it? It could be that we can re-educate the society here to realize that it's better with like a calm energy than uh, mm. you, you Leona, do you get scared by it? Yeah, I really don't like it. It's mm. so loud. It's painful in my ears. Mm. I'm nervous. I'm afraid that some kid will throw me a fucking bomb in my head. Mm. And yeah, I don't like being on the streets when they're shooting all these firecrackers. Mm -hmm. And what and what uh, would you do on a traditional day of the dead in your family with your family? In my family? Yeah, because you said it's different days. It's one day for the dead children, uh -huh, no? that's and one the day second for day. And that for the dead old people? Uh, half grown-ups are adults. Okay, and then it's the people that um, uh, died in accidents or suicide. That's the same day as, as children. That's the same day? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first day, 1st of November, comes the regular. <laughs> the adults are the people that... Natural died. deaths. Uh-huh. And the boring second type of death, <laughs> the one you will not get remembered for natural death <laughs> and old age. Yeah, <laughs> die old and boring. Hmm. That's the first day. And the second day, are, it's the day of the of the innocence, right? So there's the children and the people that had accidents and they just and died. suicide is not part of it. I, I I don't know where suicides go. Whoa, maybe suicide, because I thought that was also including suicides, but maybe those spirits are locked in limbo land forever and it's not appreciated on Day of the Dead. I don't know, because that will kind of touch a lot of my friends. But, well, I would say that suicide is a natural cause because it's made by yourself and it's not an accident. It's not something like happened to you with like from surprise. It's actually... It's almost like old age. But at the end, you put the pictures and the food in the ofrenda for like a week. So those are the days that we think they come. But, you know, if someone died from suicide, they can come whenever <laughs> the day they want, as long as you put the picture and 
the candles and the flowers to guide the spirit to come. I I think they they should come. Or they they would. I don't know. So but it's not based on the dates. Like you can do this in in January or in yeah. Uh, if I want March if I want spirit to come, can I do it whenever mm -hmm. I want? Kind of. Uh, I I I don't know. The days matter, yes. But in the case of the suicide, I I don't know in which day they would be. So what do you do? Do you eat something special? Do you like uh, do a satanistic ritual, say hail Satan and all the dead people with black skulls all around? Or is it like that? Or do you just sit at home, eat? No, yeah, we, we do the ofrenda. We talk about the, the death we're going to receive, why they are in our ofrenda, why they impact our lives, good things about them, you know, it's not supposed to be sad, like, oh, they're dead and we miss them, it's it's celebrating that they existed and that they still exist and they come and visit us once a, a year and it's supposed to be a party, it's supposed to be, it's a party, it's a celebration. And then you have dead bread. That, ah. What's yeah. that, bread of the dead? The dead of the bread, it's a representation, it's parts on top represent bones. And the figure on top represent uh -huh. bones. So they represent a dead person. Mm -hmm. And it's it's part of the tradition to put those breads in chocolate and uh, <laughs> chocolate and dead bread. And yes. you are thinking about the bread dead while you eat it. It's beautiful and Super tasty. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen some uh, places where people put like chocolate, bread, all kind of stuff mm -hmm. that the dead person liked when they were alive. But what happened the day after or the day week after? Like what's happening to these offerings? Are you eating uh, it or is it destroyed from the spirits eating them? Or uh, When I was a, a, a kid, my, my mom told Louis, my brother and me that they took the essence of the food and they took the flavor of off of it, but that we should still eat it because they just take the essence and the food's still there. And that's a way you share it with the spirits that come. So they come and enjoy it in the night and the next day you eat it in honor of them. So you share it with the spirits. Yeah, because I experienced like when I made the offering, I had the cup of chocolate and some mezcal. And the next day, one, on one other day, it was gone. Somebody took it. It was yeah. gone from the, and it hadn't been pushed over. It was just gone. The mezcal I could be some of my friends that took, but the chocolate that was cold and like with, mm -hmm. that was like, okay, it just actually disappeared. So I think we actually got dead people visiting. And I think they actually left some blotters of acid in my uh, drawer upstairs. So I found some acid and I was like, shit, the dead was actually giving me acid. <laughs> Not only did they take the chocolate, they mm -hmm. gave me acid. They really so like it must be someone who knows me. Mm -hmm. And they were really appreciate what you left. Yeah, they must have appreciated a lot. <laughs> so the dead people have acid. So treat the dead <laughs> with respect and give them offerings. Uh, if you want to have a trip, it could be uh, so easy. Yeah. And then you get, uh, yeah, you don't support any drug dealers, nothing. You support the dead and the dead <laughs> are friendly. No, so the de day of the dead is a positive day. It's not yeah. a day of sadness or no. darkness or evilness. 
Mm -mm. Because the Catholic Church and many religious, I met, uh, I have a friend that is part of the Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, if you don't know the Jehovah's, the Jehovah's Witnesses, it's a very interesting religious group of people. If you haven't checked them out, check them out and might have something for you to share. They're very, very eager to share their message. <laughs> so he, he, yeah. he was there, he had realized very fast that I'm not the person to share the message with actually. So I feel a little bit discriminated, but he still talks to me. So he says that evil, uh, the Day of the Dead is evil and he would uh, never celebrate the Day of the Dead. Do you have many people like this in Mexico? Uh, mm, is he Mexican? He's Mexican and he's Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, some people are, are starting to reject their, the, the culture of the Day of the Dead and they think it's evil because of the Christian ideas. But I, I think it's sad because I, I actually think the Day of the Dead is a great celebration. It celebrates life, it celebrates death at the same time. And I, what you were mentioning at the beginning of the people that have La Santa Muerte and that they celebrated, I think that's a, a good uh, example of how the cultures mixed because we are taught to, to pray to saints. At the same time, we celebrate death. So now we have a saint that represents death, right? So, and people are using Santa Muerte for Day of the Dead. It's not like you see that so often on Day of the Dead. Mm -mm. No, it's it's in a, another part of the culture and society. So, what is Santa Muerte? I am not part of that belief, but for what I understand, they they celebrate. I. <laughs> I they pray to death. They pray to death, which is this skeleton. As the ruler uh -huh, of the world. They, they have it like a like Virgin Mary, you know the, but it's a skeleton and it's covered with black um, fabric. And he many times have the earth in his hand or step on the earth mm -hmm. or something like like the symbol of uh, yeah. death is over everything. It's always present, and they are so at peace with the idea of dying that that's why they do so many things without being afraid of anything. They just protect their own community and act. Yeah, so that's a little bit... Uh, the, the Santa Morte has darker parts. It actually has people that uh, pray to Santa Morte because they need to take lives, a part of the narco culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, there are also very beautiful people. Uh, I've yeah. seen many uh, different uh, expressions of Santa Morte. Mm -hmm. But uh, since Mexico is a country with death, uh, it's many times also been celebrated by the people involved in that. I mean, if you can eliminate your fear of death, you are much stronger as a person. Mm -hmm. That's true. And that's what Day of the Dead is also so good. Uh, it's to normalize death and make uh, good things about death. We should have a day of the fuck also. <laughs> day of the fuck would be like uh, similar to Day of the Death. It's directly connected to each other and it would be orgies on the cemetery or orgies on the birth place outside the hospital or in place where people give birth or something. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, uh, Maybe there's already orgies in, in the Day of the Dead. That's why we put the children in another day. Ah, so can you show there. us the road <laughs> to that whiskey bar, please? And uh, yeah, it's uh, an amazing uh, celebrational day. And uh, when we are talking about the darkness uh, in uh, some shows, in, in, uh, in three shows from now, maybe two shows, we will have a, we will have 
in some few shows uh, interview with David Harris, the magister of uh, Church of Satan, that will explain a little bit about Church of Satan and uh, their relationship to darkness and light. And uh, that's, uh, you should follow. Uh, right now we are banned from Facebook after accidentally uploading a slightly erotic photo that made us be banned for 30 days. So we have not the uh, possibility to promote our uh, episodes in the same way. So we will keep some of the episodes that is important for us to spread uh, to a little bit later. So that's why it doesn't come out right away. But follow and help us to spread the show now. We are banned. We are a part of the elite revolutionary group of banned people. Uh, please help <laughs> us to get our word out. And um, they also banned one of our T-shirts with with the uh, swastika. We made, Leona made a parody swastika that's sun cross used by religious organizations in the whole world, abused by Hitler and the fascist regime. And now they are owning it suddenly because we're making like a, a parody on the sign directly connected to freedom of expression since uh, the, this is forbidden in Germany. That, that made this, that stole it in the first place. And then they make it more powerful by making the Nazis or the neo-fascist own this beautiful symbol and we printed it on a t-shirt with fuck censorship and it's very clear that it's a parody it's a big pussy with dicks entering and it's not really a traditional swastika that uh, i think most fascists would understand that we are not really on their side mm -hmm. and uh, not understanding it is like okay so we get censured because of stupidity really and uh, is that okay uh, that makes me want all of this philosophy to just die and then I can celebrate it the next uh, day of the dead <laughs> that uh, censorship also died and I will not give a fucking flower on your grave. Yeah, well, censorship it itself is very fascistic and very stupid. So I totally do not understand why they are allowed to do this. Well, but in this case, this t-shirt print was not made by me, but it was made from a friend, no? Oh yeah, it was made by Isabella that also drew the for Forest poster and the other t-shirt print. So it's a classic. It's a classic for Forest expression. Germans can handle it. We printed it on a German punk uh, printing place in Prenzlauerberg, no, in uh, Kreuzberg, in uh, Berlin. And uh, everyone was happy about it. We sold it on festivals. People were like, well, you know, this is not legal in Germany. But we printed it on... Uh, on this protection for babies that you have when you eat. So it was kind of like, yeah, but we made it for babies, no? And then <laughs> somehow most people understood that we were joking about censorship and joking about symbolism. Something this t-shirt uh, company that is based in America, that is a fascistic country and actually would be probably worse to print Trump on a t-shirt. Then now I'm like, okay, should I be, I wanted to print the swastika, but I couldn't. So I have to took another evil symbol and then print Trump on the t-shirt and see if they censure that. Because that's pretty in the time now. Well, it's not really called, uh, or swastika, it's, I mean, it's a sun cross and it's been in all cultures all over the planet for decades, years and years before it got stolen and now censured by, because people are afraid basically. Okay, so let that be the conclusion of the day of the dead. Death to censorship and death to stupidity. That means death to most of the consciousness of myself. Uh, okay, but I wanted to die. Death to the ego. 
Yeah. Death to to attachments. But celebration to that itself. Yeah, yeah and ce celebrate that it happens to you because if you take it serious, it might teach you something. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you for listening to our little not too uh, successful visit to the <laughs> Day of the Dead in a time of Corona. Yes. Yeah, happy birthday well, or happy whatever. <laughs> die, die and happy death day to everyone. Happy day.